You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Oz Network for Drag Race coverage. Can you believe it or not? We skipped out the season, maybe for good reasons. <laughs> maybe for we're glad now after the fact that we didn't. But we're we're here to talk about All Stars season four. I say we just because you don't have to listen to me, Rossi, all alone. I am joined by not Colin. I know you're sad, but I'm going by the second best person I could find. I'm joined by the lovely Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you. I'm glad that I'm the the second best person you could bring on, and it wasn't Brian, so it wasn't the third best. Hey, don't push it. Maybe fourth. (laughs) Yes, we're a condensed crew tonight. Um, Not here to talk full lengths about the full episodes that we saw of All Stars 4, but just kind of give you a quick recap of what we thought um, since we haven't talked about, I haven't talked about Drag Race in what feels like forever. Um, mm. But could be for we the best. You can probably see from my, from my Skype picture, I've still got the butterflies from, <laughs> from last All Stars. <laughs> too real, too real. No, from the season 10. <laughs> too real. And that was what, like less than a year ago? Yeah. Too much drag at one point, but we got an early All Stars 4 this year. Or actually, last year. Didn't it start in 2018? I don't know when it started. When did this happen? How long ago was it? Uh, to Wikipedia. Yeah, December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it started a long time ago. We're still finally talking about it at the end of February. So how, how did you find this season as, as a whole? Like, if you're comparing to previous All-Stars, I guess, uh, how, do you, how do you rate it? Are we going to just start off with straight off ranking of the four seasons? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, sure, why not? I mean, I, I feel like I can easily place it. You're uh, waiting for me to place it. Oh, I didn't know if that you were, <laughs> that was a nice segue. I could easily place it. It's going to lead to you. Uh, like, for me, this season, I think All Stars 3 was so strong um, with the contestants in it and performances throughout it. Um, so many memorable performances, challenges, uh, and moments compared to this one. Um, I think there are some redeeming factors, but I, certainly from the start, I was like, this is a slow burn. I, I wasn't feeling it to kick off season four of All Stars, but I still think, you know, it, it ranks better than seasons two and then one in that order. Wow, really? Better than two? It was two. Oh, no, two was great. Oh, no, two was good. No, yeah, so. I think three is the best, and then two, and then four, and then one. I would probably, yeah, I would agree, actually, believe it or not. Um, yeah. I think that most people end up, it's hard to say just because, you know, we're just fresh off the ending of this one, so it's hard to fully say just because, you know, you know people were so bitter about the ending of three, and now they're very bitter about the ending of four, so it's hard to get a full read on it, um, right. if kind yeah. of that still existing, but... I think, yeah, it was kind of a lackluster. I think the issue that most people saw was the cast wasn't really spectacular. Yeah. I mean, we have two yeah, fresh off the boat, season 10, three season nine, mm-hmm. and then from there it's just a downward hill, yeah. of, like one, 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 one. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like the, the ones fresh from season 10, like did, did great. Like representing their season, they did, they did an awesome job. Um, yeah, I mean, so you can't really fault them. It was a surprise to have them come back so soon. I guess the question is, have they changed much in, in no space of time that they've had? Um, I think there were some other anomalies. Like, you know, straight up, I didn't understand why Jasmine Masters was back. Uh, Pheromone, I thought, looked 
fantastic, um, but we didn't see too much elevation in her performance. Um, and, and similar, I think, for, for Gia as well. Like, was Gia just back for the controversy? Yeah, I don't know. I think that we've got a lot. I think there were some people that we, people are like, oh, why wasn't so-and-so there? Like, we're still waiting for Angina <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, right. And like, Shea Coulee was better than Farrah. Why is, you know, so-and-so, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it does kind of spoil uh, the season. And some of the, you know, the top, the tr- like if you were to like quantify this, this all, the star of their all-star. Um, mm-hmm. Like people like Farrah and Jasmine are like, ooh. And then, right. like, why would you cast them when you could have had someone even more powerful? Like, yeah. And then we lost a lot of the stars early as well. Like we had... You know, people, people, Valentina, like one of the biggest, you know, quote unquote stars from the show, gone early. Mm-hmm. Not really early, but like gone in the midway. So it's not really like that. That could have been a winner kind of thing. Like, right. so it's difficult to get behind the season. Were you really excited for anyone this season? Uh, like I was excited for Trinity, um, most of all, because I was a fan of Trinity. She excelled through her whole season. Um, I think easily could have won her season, but it was just so... Uh, uh, such a uh, high standard um, for the final four in her season that I I think she's you know w- without a doubt someone who deserves to come back. I was excited to see Manila as well. Um, they were probably my top two. I was excited for Valentina actually, um, but to be honest, like for me, Valentina, uh, I was okay with her leaving when she did this season or season nine. In no, in this season, in season nine, I was shocked and, and horrified. Um, but I think, yeah, I had such high hopes for her in season nine that in this one, I was like, okay, she did good, and then it just fizzled. And then she didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that there could obviously be a lot of casting improvements. At the end of the day, not everyone's going to say yes, kind of like exactly, or can't come or et cetera. Like it's a, a constant reality show thing. If you have all stars, you can't always get the true cast. Even when you have the fans vote for the cast, you can't even get the cast you want. Like, Right. Do you think as well, like this kind of, I mean, this is an awful thing to say. I'm really glad that they're not listening to this. Well, I don't know. I mean, if, if you are listening. Jasmine, I'm a higher I'm up, you know. Um, so. but do you think that some people are cast like, you know, as a bit of fodder? Like you don't want a superstar coming to All Stars and then being out first. So you kind of, you need people who maybe aren't going to excel or be up to the plate but are going to give you good television that can go early so that the, the stars that you want to see the whole season, um, you know, are going to survive that long. And perhaps you need to save some of the like true all-stars for the next all-stars. I don't know if they do fodder, like you're suggesting. <laughs> um, it's an awful way to put it, but yeah. But I think they are clever in who they pick. So obviously they had, we had Farrah and mm-hmm. Gia who weren't really the biggest all-stars you would say, right. but they had conflict they had yep. issues like, like I think back to, God, I can't not reference Survivor in these things, but I think back to all the way when mm-hmm. Francesca came back, like, you're like, really? But it was for right. the conflict. It wasn't for her necessarily a hundred percent for her. She's great in her own right. Like, don't get me wrong. I really like her, but like that wasn't, yep. and she wasn't there for, to go home first again. Like they didn't do that, yeah, but they brought her for conflict. Like kind of like Gia and Barrett were brought for conflict and also people that would be interesting on tv like i guess they're not going to cast um i can't think of like insert boring person here kind of thing like (laughs) right right. you can't remember them because they were boring yeah um but like you wouldn't do that so i think that they're smart in terms of like what can we make for entertaining tv not who can go first and who could win because i feel like they would say valentina was a sure shot to win like she was 
front runner of season nine, went home yeah. after one bad week, and then here just never really picked up steam. Maybe had only one really great week, and that was it. Like I I'm, oh. I'm glad that like the Faragia storyline was, you know, it was the start of the season because I think for me it was those early episodes that I was like, oh, I'm just not strapped in for this ride. It's it's not really what I want to be watching on on my screen. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a little weird when you like bring out all this outside conflict that we're not aware of. Like we don't know what happened, right? <laughs> and they're like, True. "Well, you said this," and I was like, "Can she just not do that right now?" Like, and we're like, "What's going uh-huh. on? We're really lost." Like, I was here for the drama because I love that fight that they had. Like, I thought that was really entertaining for at least for me. I thought it was fun, but like at the same time, uh-huh. I'm like, I don't really follow. Like, on other shows, you can follow what the fights are about. Like, you're like, oh, you know, so-and-so did that about to them. and Or, or they said something, and like, oh, they betrayed them. This is, like, stuff that didn't even happen on set, like, and we don't even know. It's yeah. difficult to follow and even support anyone because you don't really know anything. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I found myself um, having a lot of respect for Pheromone by seeing her in this season because, you know, she, she had elevated her look. And the way that she dealt with the conflict with Gia, uh, I thought she was just, you know, shutting it down. Like, I don't, I don't want to play that kind of game. I just want to focus on doing a good job. And even with uh, her conflict with Valentina, I thought as well, she was just very diplomatic and, and was like, yep, you know, she sent me home. Fair call. Like, <laughs> it's upsetting, but we're going to be okay. She was very mature. And it's interesting to see who changes. I mean, and especially over time, kind of how they change, like personality, drag, all these kinds of facets, how they change is really interesting to see on an All-Stars, which I think for this show is more interesting than like other shows. Like I think the the change is more interesting than the sometimes the actual product that we're getting. So that's the Queens. Let's get into the some of the challenges we've had this season because I felt like they were a little bit of a, a wild grab bag. Like I feel like all challenges are always a weird mix, but these felt a little <laughs> weird for me. So we had our you know a traditional all star variety show this year with a twist of patriotic themed. Don't really understand mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then we did girl groups with the uh, Hanny, which was that that's an all star that should have been uh. on the season. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit strange. I felt like why was Stacy Lane Matthews just like rocking up for this competition, like for that challenge? Um, but then she kept appearing throughout the season as well, <laughs> just like little cameos. Well, I, I don't. I have a fan theory that you may or may not be interested in, on why yeah. I think that there was so much. Um, mm-hmm. I think that in recent showings of the show, like TV, RuPaul's trying to come back after some exclamatory comments about um, trans women in drag. That came out, right. and then like now we had Sonique on the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. We had G on this season, and then we had Stacy coming back for the right. the challenges. So I thought it was like maybe as a way to like curve that image. Yeah, like I I heard a bit about this as well, especially in regards to Gia and Gia being on the season, um, and also that like and and I noticed it before reading anything about this, but. The episode where Gia is eliminated, she kind of just changes her tone and it felt like she wasn't really, you know, in it. She lost her fire. Um, and apparently that was like due to a conversation she had with um, with Rue, um, where she felt a bit disrespected. And I think the whole situation was with the Snatch Game. She wanted to uh, like dress as a trans woman for that because she's trans. And I think 
yeah, it was like something, some conversation happened with Rue that wasn't shown, and, and Gia was very upset by it. But it doesn't matter if the cameras weren't rolling. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> I feel like the cameras are always rolling. I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a bit of controversy there, I guess, with uh, trans representation on, on RuPaul, and I understand why it's, you know, it's a sensitive topic and a difficult topic because, you know, if drag is... Um, like presenting as female, it's kind of, you know, the, the dress up of like a male representing a woman. So if a trans woman is doing drag, like, is it, is it the same? Is it fair competition? I suppose. Yeah. We talked a bit about this, Colin and I, when we did the Christmas special recap that we did, listen to it on the Alice network um, <laughs> about Sonique. But um, yeah, it's a lot to get into. Obviously I'd, we could have a whole separate episode on that alone. Of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously I heard a lot about what happened behind the scenes, but it's so hard. Like I said before about the drama that we don't see, mm-hmm. like, it's hard for me to say, like, I don't know what happened. Exactly. At the end of the yeah. day, I want to support them both. Like, I want to watch this show and I want to support Gia because I want Gia to do amazing. I want to watch entertaining queens and et cetera. Like, so it's just yeah. tough for the, my support to come in or my talking to come in. I mean, I'm, I'm all for having trans women on the show. Bring it on. Oh yeah. Yeah. I agreed. I just... <laughs> It's just a lot of stuff that we don't get to see and conversations that get yeah. had and these decisions. But it was great having Gian. Really? She brought a lot of drama. So we're not mad about that, especially when you're watching yeah. TV. So. so Yeah. Uh, so the, the Snatch Game, this is always one that is, you know, highly anticipated. And it was a switch up this time around with the Snatch Game of Love. Did you like that change? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's kind of predictable that we're going to get the Snatch Game. Like, it's the staple. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did kind of like that it was a twist. At the end of the day, no one really asked for a twist to it. Like, I think right. people were complaining, like, like, oh, it's boring. Like, like it's not really... the la- Like, the last great memorable one was season six, I want to say. Like, I can't think of a really great Snatch Game since then. Yeah. As a whole, not just, like, individual people. Because there were amazing performances in there, but... As a whole, like it was, it was definitely an interesting twist. I didn't hate it as much as maybe some other people did, because you still have to think on your feet. It's still improv. It's still comedy characterization. It's just a different game show. Like totally. it's the same concept. Like they didn't change the challenge. Like be yeah. dancing as I, Whitney Houston or something like that. It wasn't changed. I think it was a welcome uh, adaptation of the Snatch Game. And probably because we've seen so many times, it's such a build-up of, like, you, you want to see a fantastic Snatch game. And then it just disappoints because expectations are so high. And maybe this format uh, enables people to excel in it in a different way. Maybe it's not such a hot mess, like, when you don't have everybody out there together. But then this particular one, <laughs> it was just like, all right, we've got a hot mess once again. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, Gia was just a like a, clearly like something was going on like because Gia was a train yeah. wreck and threw off La- yeah. Latrice needs to also batten down and just do the job and does and not get distracted by everything going on because it's happened two times now mm-hmm. and like yeah. you just got to do it and so that was unfortunate and then there were some people like Monet was there like wasn't great like I don't even know if that was what she was trying like if it was accurate at all like it was just a weird. Uh-huh. And then Valentina was in her own world. Like, it was just all over the place. <laughs> yeah. And for me, this is also when I felt like we started seeing the side of Latrice, where it seemed like maybe she would 
felt a bit beyond the competition. You know, like she rather than just like working with what was going on around her and just like staying in character, like she really just let it affect her and she was, you know, giving sideways glasses and, and kind of like, oh, I'm better than this. Like I shouldn't have to put up with this at my level of drag. That's the vibe that I got from her. Yeah, I was very over her this season. Uh, still great, still love her, still amazing. But this was a little bit of a downturn for likability in terms of that. Like, you know, saying yeah. that she's worked so many years for this, like deserves to stay and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. just having a rough go of it, like not even really. I think one look this season was interesting and then the rest were all predictable. Right. And it's, yeah, like you want people to come in and say like, yep, that crown is mine, but you don't want them to say like, I, I'm entitled to it or feel like their past accolades is what is deserving of the crown. Like you need to prove it. Like this is a separate season. Like, yeah. so unless you're the best this season, you don't deserve that crown. Yeah. I do think that there is a little bit of that in this show where that comes into play. Like, Oh, you're like, Oh, you're really established. You're really incredible. Like you deserve this title in a way that comes mm-hmm. into play. Like, whereas like if it was a final two of like Latrice, Naomi, like regardless of stats, like they would be like Latrice over Naomi kind of thing. Like just right. because of that yeah. power that mm-hmm. she has. So I think that yeah. does come into play, but at the end of the day, this competition, the, the guidelines, the rules, the wins, the losses comes into first then the the legacy kind of is the the deciding factor of it all. So, like, here talking about Latrice, and obviously she was in All-Stars 1 with Manila. Um, So they're coming back, like, for their third time. They're coming back for a second All-Stars season, um, competing separately rather than together. But do you think that this twist that we're going to see at the end of the season, where there's two queens uh, crowned, do you think that was planned from the start? And do you think it was there with the idea of you've got Latrice and Manila coming in? So there's good odds that one of them is going to make it to the end and get crowned. I read, I saw that there was like a theory that they were trying to get those two to win this season. Right. Because um, there was just like, you can't magically have $200,000 ready to give away on a show. <laughs> like that, right. Or like an extra $100,000 that wasn't there in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, but, I think Rue's got it, but... <laughs> I know. But it's hard to say that they would, like, you know, and, like, you can even rig the competition in a way that would set them up to do well, but there's no way you could predict all the personalities that would happen. Like, just to think ahead, like, to when Manila gets eliminated. Like, there was no getting out of that. They both picked Manila. So even if they wanted Manila yeah. to stay, there was nothing they could do. Because they both, like, you, so even if... Like, there was nothing they could do. Like, if they both did bad on a challenge, they, like, the, the situations don't... Mm. Especially for something that's yeah. many elimination weeks, plus they have the comeback in the competition thing and everything. Like, it could really mess it up. Yeah, but even that, like, you know, Latrice is eliminated, but then, it's, like, straight after that, we we do the twist where they're going to come back, which they do, you know, the last couple of All-Stars. That happens. Uh, so it's not like that's you know, being implemented for the sake of, of saving them. But, you know, it is Latrice that's chosen to rejoin the competition when, you know, I don't know, like that lip sync when she gets back in, I was like, all right, it was fine. You were both fine. Was it deserving of like, yes, you've made it back in? I think out of the three, four that we got, I think that was the best. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I think like, you know, there's there's definitely things in place that help preserve these stars that you want to see through to as as far as they can go in the in the competition. 
Yeah, I think uh, there's definitely like ways to do it, but I don't think there's a way to win, guarantee a win for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like you can't predict this. This is all psychology that you can't predict. Yeah. Where do we tangent off of? Because we tangent off of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we were going through the, the challenges. Uh, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, the appropriate one to talk about there is the uh, what I think was the... Uh, one, I've skipped over some, but the Lala Perusa thing yeah, was no, like the ones. biggest highlight of this season. But I don't think a good highlight. Uh, I don't think a positive highlight. You, you didn't like it? Well, I think that they had this whole premise, like, the eliminated queen comes back and eliminates the right. current queen, and then they don't even use it. <laughs> right. Like, totally, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, even Latrice who makes it back in. It's yeah, Monique like stays, too. eliminate Monique, though. <laughs> yeah, Monique's still in the competition. Like, so it's just yeah, like, if you're going to have I a twist, mean, use it. Like Right, but I was on the edge of my seat, you know. I was there, like, anyone could go. I was falling for it. But I guess, you know, the, the queens that have been eliminated early, like, are going up against the ones who are excelling. So, you know, it's more likely that the ones in the competition are going to survive. But actually, to be honest, like, I felt like if, you know, I was thinking maybe Latrice, they would bring her back in. Um, I thought it would be really harsh if it was at the expense of Monique because Monique was doing so well. And also Farah, like the edit for Farah was building and hyping her up. And Valentina, the episode before, had just been chosen by um, the two winning queens, uh, Manila and Monet. They would have sent her home if it wasn't for the twist kicking in. So... I thought that Valentina could have gone then and, and Farrah returned into the competition. You're buying the edit. I know. I know. I was, I was rooting for it too. I was like, yeah, Farrah, I'm on your side. Like, send her home. It's so like it's such a good storyline. Yeah. I, I, at first, I was very into this. And I was like, oh, this is a really cool twist. Like, can you imagine if, you know, blah, blah, Manila eliminate or Latrice eliminated Miller or something like, you know, something crazy like that. But then as I got into the challenge, I was like, there's no way that they're just going to, like, do that. The outrage for that would be so bad. Like, and and then as soon as like the Valentina was safe, I was like, "There's no way they're gonna do this." Like, yeah, it's just not pop. It's not happening. Yeah, totally. I thought it was uh, like really like, great TV, know, though. But yeah. Oh, and I mean, I think what's great about this as well is like getting to see them all do a lip sync. You know, like we see Naomi perform a lip sync for the first time in the season, and it's fantastic. And this is what they do for a living. This is what, you know, they should be good at. And if they are just safe, then you don't get to see them lip sync. So I think it's good. I want to see this more in in upcoming seasons. And I think it was like a fresh kind of change of pace within the season to have. Because if you're in the bottom and in All-Stars, you don't get to save yourself. You're only relying on, hey, like like whatever social strategy you want to implement to be like, save me. Like, this was, like, the chance for, like, the eliminated ones to be, like, save me. Like, I can fight for myself kind of thing, which is, like, it's nice to get the new fresh, like, you know, think challenge in there. I don't know how to say it, but, like, something fresh to, like, revitalize the season almost. Yeah, totally. And so, like, I guess to my point here of, like, having things in place to, to save queens. I mean, this is one where... You know, like, say, Monique had been, you know, taken out, and then Valentina had been taken out, and and then Latrice, and they wanted to, you know, keep some of them in there. This would have been an opportunity to, to you know, swap them out and go, actually, the people we want to see in the second half of the season are these people. So, you know, provided that they do well in their lip sync, then they would have had that option to restore them as contestants in this, in this season. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, 
it's clever. I think we'll see it again. Yeah, I don't. I, I, they'll probably have some crazy twist. Um, this was really the only the, the craziest t- twist that we had this season. I would say was that Lala Perusa. I mean that, and the fact that we're going to crown two queens at the end. But that's not like a, a, a game twist that you like expected. Like that's, yeah. that's just like a shock ending. I felt like. Yeah, is it a shock ending? I felt like it was a bit of a like cop out ending. Well, yeah, <laughs> just like you both get a crown and yeah. go home. <laughs> Uh, also, I know that we sk- skipped it, but I really wanted to quickly touch on the roast of Lady Bunny because I love that. This one was good. I love yeah, the roast. I I love the roast every every time they do it, like, and they just keep evolving it and changing it. Mainly to talk about because Manila was amazing, and we just have to address that Manila was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I love that they just had like Lady Bunny <laughs> like in the coffin. That was yeah, it was hilarious. This this was a good episode for me which you know it took a while to get there <laughs> but this is when i was like all right maybe this season will be okay i love the challenge i love seeing lady bunny and it was the first time in a roast at, on the show that we got the actual roast format where you roast one person and the very last thing that happens is that the person being roasted gets to roast everyone so it was actually nice to have that like actual format being used yeah which was refreshing because obviously RuPaul and Michelle weren't going to respond when they had their roast, but right, that would be fun to see, though, right? Yeah. RuPaul just ripping into all the contestants. That, that, that's done in the elimination process, right? Right, it happens anyway. And Michelle does it all season long with the fashion or the whatever, the makeup or whatever's wrong with them. Very true. The other challenge that we skipped over there was the the Jersey Justice, uh, which again, like. This was actually pretty good for me. We love, I love improv, so any improv challenges are a bonus. Like, I think they're a, pl- a great, something you can't plan for. Like, they, they have the look, but they don't have anything else. They just got to come with the theme and the twist or, like, the, the prompt or whatever, you know? Like, you got to come prepared. Yeah. And it was great. And it was yeah. fun to see Michelle in the challenge, too. Like, that was an, an, a nice mm-hmm. surprise twist. Yeah. I don't remember the latter half of this challenges. I... Uh... <laughs> Queen of Clubs, like that one oh. was a miss for me. <laughs> what was after that? Oh, the, the making over your best Judy. Yeah. Not a. I feel like I barely remember that one. <laughs> that was the was like, episode. Come on, the one where Mila gets eliminated out of nowhere. Like. And, well, I know. It's, yeah. And she didn't do bad either, which I hated it because I was rooting for Mila. I thought she was fantastic all season. I think a lot of people were. And this is typical in in an all star season where there's like a front runner and then they a shock eliminated. And yeah, and the final song was terrible, right? The final song? Yeah, the Super Queen. Oh, uh, like yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. compared Come to on. like other final four like performances that we've seen, um, this this one just didn't really. It wasn't up to par. Like, look, think about Kitty say. Girl. That was amazing. Like with the whole behind the I scenes know. preparing and the. The, like, camera moving one continuous shot kind of thing. And then yeah. we got this and this, like, weird space thing. And it was the slowest song ever. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't think that the performances in it individually were that great. Oh, yeah. No. I thought Trinity looked amazing in it. Um, but, yeah, it just, it just didn't have the same wow factor of, of previous Final Fours. I just, some of the challenges were a big miss for me. Like, I lo- love Jersey Just. I love the roast. I love the su- surprise of the, the the lip sync battle. But, like, this final challenge is really nothing. It only really got Monet a better shot of winning, like, because she got all mm-hmm. raised. Yep. But, like, other than that, it did nothing. Snatch Game of Love was 
a hit, but also a big miss. Yeah, so a um, little all over the board. Six and the kitty girl. Oh, six yeah, I, I don't even want to talk terrible. about that. It's not. <laughs> I love Monique in it, but that was about it. It was so bad. It was so painful to watch it. We need more female fashion. <laughs> yeah, that was God. a mess. Yeah, so overall challenges, I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on to the the runways this season. I thought that they were pretty cool themes. I love. I always love the themes of the runway and seeing what they can come up with. Obviously, the first one was their variety show look, and then they had the elegance after dark, boots the house down, curves and swerves, um, mm-hmm. angelic white, uh, plastique, fantastique, which is odd because we're gonna have plastique tiara on the next season, um, right? And then. The cat couture and then the final look. I thought the themes were really great. Manila brought some great fashions. I love the the cellophane, the the pasta look that she had for the the lip sync that she didn't have to do anything with. She just looked incredible. Like right, <laughs> and like some of the like Monet's boost boots is just incredible and some just really great stuff. I liked. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like to come up with different themes for the runway when we've had so many already over different seasons. It's really innovative, and I think what really makes you appreciate a runway is when you've got people delivering and delivering well on each of the themes. And I think that was a strong point this season. Like people, like a lot of these contestants turned out fantastic looks time and time again. Not the drinks. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's uh, it was, yeah, like a lot of her looks were a bit disappointing, weren't they? Expect it. Yeah. Expect it. Exactly. Yeah. Where Except for that plastic like, look. That was out of, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many, like well, I said, st- yeah, stunning looks. Um, it, it's hard to remember like back through, through the season, but I think like even in the finale, like Monique, I thought was a bit of a miss with her yeah. final look. And I think when it's your last time to impress the judges, you can't just rock up in, you know, in a black dress. Like you need to do something that makes them, makes her attention go to you and like trinity was just stunning in that dress with the like reveal and teacups like it was perfect um and yeah like monet looked fantastic as did naomi yeah i loved a lot of monet's looks this season i think she really brought up her mm-hmm. <laughs> fashion um compared mm-hmm. to when we saw her last season which was whew, a miss yeah and so i guess just yeah. General thoughts on the finale. I know we've touched on it a little bit, but I think it was pretty kind of mm-hmm. lackluster. It wasn't that dramatic. Like I loved the very first thing of the episode when Monique's like, I picked you Monet to go. And like, yeah. she had that huge build up. Like I loved, I thought that was a great start to it. And then kind of after that, it was pretty much a downfall. Um, mm-hmm. Like the, the winners showed up and be like, we're going to decide who wins. And then it's like an ad break. Just kidding. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Were you were you falling for the gag? I was at, up until then. I was like, I guess there is no twist because like you know they're expecting uh, a twist. Like remember when they brought back the jury and you're like that was the yeah. twist. Like they... <laughs> I remember. And then this season, I was just like, oh, I guess that is the twist. Like right. And I believed it because I was like, there was no other twist. And then when they said just kidding, I was like, wait, why did you even do that? Mm. Like, it was literally for the yeah. dramatic 15 minutes, and that was it. Yeah, like, I guess, you know, if you were one of the contestants, you'd just be thinking, well, you know, 
what do each of these queens think of me? And that's what it's going to come down to if I win or not. Does it not matter how I did all season? You know, and I guess in All Stars, like, they really do experiment with the format and try unusual twists. And, I, you know, it's a talking point. The fact that there's going to be two winners crowned, like, it makes people talk about it more. Um, because people will love it, people will hate it. Yeah, so was, uh, the gag was fun. I'm I'm glad that they didn't actually decide the winner. Oh, the, can you imagine the rage of that? I did love seeing them yeah. again. Like it was fun to see them all together. Yeah. Like I like that, and I love seeing Trixie again. My 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 heart. Um, and then we have to talk about the like. I know we touched on it, but the we talked about at the beginning the piece de resistance of a bad episode. Winner, winner, two chicken dinners. And they didn't even record that they were going to have two winners. They had this sloppy edit of, like, a side screen. And if you look in, like, the shots of Trinity's win, Monet doesn't have anything in her hands. And then the other way around, like, it was just awful. Oh, as in, like, when they get their, like, when they get the crown and that, and they're doing their little strut? So what they do is they record all the possible endings. So they don't just spoil it. Right. So they recorded Monet winning, they recorded Trinity winning, Uh and then they released Uh this botched third ending that didn't get recorded of them both winning. Oh, wow. Okay. That's so bizarre. So, yeah, okay. (laughs) So, like, the the queens don't actually know then, and they don't find out until it is No, they don't find out until it airs. Wow. (laughs) And that's for every season, too, because they do it on the live season, like season right, nine, right. they do it because there's a live audience. They don't want to spoil it then because mm-hmm. it's recorded earlier. Yeah. But that's, just, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so if you go back and look, there's this like the, the split screen is literally because they have not, they don't both have crown. They don't have two crowns and scepters for them. Yeah. Yeah. And so they didn't actually know at the time that no. they were gonna, they were joint winners. Oh, and the reactions are fake from <laughs> the girls in the back as well. Oh my God, I don't believe anything anymore. <laughs> it's all, it's reality TV. <laughs> it's all real. Yeah. Yes. And so we talked about the twists, the turns, what they do, what they think. And I want to ask you what you think. Do we need a? Do we need a break? Like, have we had too much Drag Race now, especially with Drag Race UK on the horizon? And do we need to change the format of the season? Is the Limsick for your legacy too predictable at this point? Uh, yeah, I guess. Is it too tired? I think if you changed it to, you know, what we do in a regular season, which is the bottom two lip syncing for their life, then it would feel like we've got too much of that um, across having a regular season and an all-stars back-to-back, which we've done the last last couple. So I I don't know what else that is different that you could do where, you know, because you still want to see them lip syncing. You know, and it's it's nice to see the people who are doing at the top of their game to to lip sync for their legacy because you're seeing the strongest competitors go up against each other. And what was nice this season is that it wasn't the same two people the whole time or the same one person eliminating everyone. Vendela Crown lip syncing against someone. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it actually moved around the cast a little bit. So it was a bit more balanced and, and felt like a more even competition, I guess, um, with some of them. Uh, nobody quit this season. That's, <laughs> I guess that's a win for all stars. <laughs> but yeah, in regards to the format, I don't know. I think as long as you've got a good cast in there. So, you know, it's very quick to be having returning contestants. But as we said, there's a lot of people that are being asked for but haven't appeared on an all-stars yet. 
And now that we're starting to tap into people that have been on All Stars before, you know, like, are we going to see Raven come back for, for the next one? Um, you know, are we going to be sort of doing this combination of like your original All Star Queens with some of the newer um, rising stars? I don't know. It's, it's, I think they're open to do, as long as they can produce more TV, I think they're willing to do it. <laughs> Whatever Absolutely. it may be. <laughs> Next time we'll have three winners. Yeah, I know. I just feel like we're getting quali- quantity over quality a little bit, just like we're getting so much. And it's like, we're not getting Everyone the, gets a crown now. <laughs> we're not getting the payoff we want. Almost Not even that we deserve a certain payoff or we need a certain way to, to go. It's just like, really? Like, you're, you're just kind of like stunned. You're like, that's what just happened kind of thing. Hmm. But I guess maybe it's, you know, it's, it's really at a high right now. Like it's, it's really popular. It's doing well. So I guess you want to milk it um, because maybe <laughs> the trend will shift and then, you know, people won't be investing so much into watching uh, like drag queens on reality TV. And so, you know, I think if you're part of the production, you're, you're like, yeah, let's just keep going because it's selling. And then I mean, I'll watch it. I mean, <laughs> I yeah. think that is how much there is. Like I, I'm going to be watching every episode. So. Yeah. One thing I wanted to quickly, I forgot to mention, uh, we had a few lip syncs this season. Any standouts, any special spotlights, anything that really caught your attention? Bad, good, ugly? Uh, yeah, you know, I think the like the lip sync for your legacies were, were actually really good this season. I think that uh, was a saving grace for, you know, for some of the challenges that we had throughout. Um, like people killed it. Trinity was was great throughout. Nella was good. Monet was great. Valentina, you know, she turned it around and showed that she can actually <laughs> do a lip sync. So that was a good moment. Yeah, I, I agree. There was a lot of good. Manila was great. I thought I st- this season, like, had one of my favorite lip syncs between Manila and Monet. I still love that one of the roast episode. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was so good. And yeah, Trinity was on always on point, except for that horrific old man, old woman Oh, God, I just, uh, I wish that didn't happen. <laughs> like, that horrific moment, which will always be the worst yeah. of it this season. Yeah, and just, like, for Trinity, who was just, like, excelling for, you know, the whole season. I I get what she was going for, but it just, uh, it was too far. Like, it was too far in the... It's gross. Like, the, the gross, yeah. You know, like, you know, coming out as like the older woman, like funny, but it, it just, that, that suit just looked bizarre. Like it didn't make sense. She had this like massive rib cage and then like really okay. thin oh. long boobs. I didn't get it. No, no thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> it could have been done well, but it wasn't. Yeah. Could have been anything else and it wasn't. <laughs> uh, and uh, like Naomi Smalls, when she did Julie, Judy Garland, like that was incredible. I didn't love I mean, it, but okay. Oh really? I oh, I thought she was fantastic. I don't know. I I just like don't hear that song and see what she did. I just I see like something different. So mm. that's just all. Yeah, yeah. And her, but her um, Rolla, the Perusa one was really great. So the back bend mm-hmm. and everything that yep. was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and. You know, I'm glad, like, <laughs> we, we saw Monique, like, rip off her wig in the first one, and I was just like, honey, you need to not do that ever again. And then she won a lip sync. <laughs> What's that? And then she won a lip sync late, episodes later. Yeah, yeah. But Without just, a wig. With a wig. You know, if, if you're going to rip the wig off, 
you need to be revealing something other than your bald head. Like it, you can't just rip off a wig. <laughs> Some people just have a pattern and they have to repeat it. Nothing to show. And I guess on that note as well, like Monet, like excellent moment where she does the wig reveal to reveal the exact same wig. Underneath. Yeah. That was so that, good. I loved it. And it's, and it's the judge's favorite kind of wig on her too. The small little, um, I don't remember the word, but that small little wig that they hate on her. Yeah, pussy cat. Is that what it's called? Uh, I think so that sounds right. We'll say it is. Yeah, and then do you know what? Like when I saw them come out and it's the final lip sync, so I was like, all right. You know, you start looking for things like who's wearing something that they can do a reveal. <laughs> you can you can see when the reveal is going to be expected. And, you know, I saw my name and I was like, well, honey, I don't think you're doing a wig reveal in that tiny little thing. And she did. I mean, it's not like season 10 when they came out for the lips or the, the final lip sync battle and they're all wearing like 20 pounds of clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little more tame this season <laughs> for that. Yeah, um, yeah. But we do have season 11 on the horizon coming out very soon mm-hmm. with the biggest cast we've ever had, 15 queens. Oh, okay. Yeah, what? Um are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you rooting for anyone who you standouts? What's kind of your? Yeah, I mean, I've I've done I've like I've watched the Meet the Queens, but I think like for me, like I, I don't really follow drag queens outside of Drag Race, so I don't know any of their backstories. I don't know any of them from beforehand, other than obviously the one queen who is returning. Um, <laughs> Oh my god! Why can't I think of her name? Vandy. <laughs> it should be. It should be drilled into my brain. Vanessa, Vandy, of course. Mateo. So, like, you know, I I think she's. Hilarious, of course, so you didn't know it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like, surely this has echoed through my brain many a times. Um, but yeah, as for the rest of them, it's just kind of. And also in the Meet the Queens videos, like they're they kind of dolled up the same. They they all look quite similar like in those introductions so i think until you see the first episode it's hard to really get a a grip on what they're like what their aesthetic is so i don't know but bring it on i'm ready yeah i'm ready uh hopefully it's going to be a good season season 10 was really great i really love that so i'm hoping this will follow suit oh and then i have to mention colin's questions because obviously colin couldn't be here but he wanted to have Uh some thoughts um he wanted to know if you have seen a star is born I haven't. Because uh, he wanted to know what your thoughts on Shangela's role in A Star is Born. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I, I haven't seen it. Um, I, I didn't know that Shangela was in it. I really do want to see it. Uh, I want to see it even, even more now. Um, but what's what's the word around town? Like, is it a, a good... Is it a cameo? Like, is it just a short spot that she has in it? Um, from what Colin told me, because I haven't seen it either... Um, Okay. The opening scene is at a drag bar, so Shangela is there and ends up being one of the really close friends of Lady Gaga's character. So they, and it's like a, it's like a supporting role, not really a okay. cameo. So it's more of an actual role than right, um, right, than just a cameo. Oh, very cool. I think I think Shangela was great. So I'm that makes me even more keen to to watch it. I want to see it. And yeah, Shangela's great. Uh, she's been all over the press about being in it, and it's great. Um, Colin said that he shared, used his excellent voice as the expert of drag race and drag queens to talk about it on our <laughs> Oz Network recap. So, Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love that. <laughs> so, Good on you, Colin. Yes. Yeah, but that's all that I had prepared. Um, I think we're all... Oh, we have to... I guess we'll have to rent this episode. What did you think of the finale? Would you buy, rent it, or bin it? Do you remember this? 
Uh, yeah, I do remember. Ooh, ooh, there would have been some tough reviews if we'd gone through each episode. Yeah, we only got one. First season. Yeah, like, I'll reluctantly rent it. Oh, I'm binning it, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what, I'd probably bin it. Do it, too. yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of, I was like, Renee's wig reveal, that is not enough to rent it. <laughs> One wig is not enough. A little bit, and you know, like you know, those fabulous outfits at the end. But as a whole, as an no. episode, yeah, meh. done. Yeah, so two bins, Colin. I'll let you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. But yeah, that's Drag Race cool. All Stars Four. We talked about it. Thankfully, we only did yeah. this episode. I'm glad we didn't talk more. I think it would have been rough doing each episode of this season. Yeah, season ten was a little bit of a slog every episode, and that was a good right. season. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't imagine doing a bad season. But we're done. I'm glad that we got through it. It was great to have you here. Yeah. It's nice to get to, yeah, break down the, you know, the season, like, after having watched it and just sort of watching it as a, you know, just as a fan, just as a viewer. And uh, it's kind of nice to go back and reflect on, on what it was as a whole. But, yeah, like, for me, back on doing, like, Survivor recaps with a new format, I've got, like, an ensemble of people now instead of just Brian um but we're still called two boys talk survivor which makes no sense at all <laughs> it's okay trinity changed her name this season so you guys can change your name this season too yeah yeah we're kind of just going with the the ironic two boys talk survivor but no longer two no longer just boys <laughs> but we're still talking survivor. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name <laughs> yeah <laughs> two boys talk survivor not two and not boys, but... Yeah, exactly. I know, we'll start talking about RuPaul's Drag Race and it won't even be about Survivor anymore. But we'll still keep the original name. Just for, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, uh, but otherwise, I'm on all, all socials as Kyle Descent. Uh, follow the Oz Network. We do things. Oscars are out. Recaps. Uh, and that's it. I don't know. I don't do much around here anymore. We're going to do Survivor soon, so stay tuned to that. Um, Edge of Extinction coming out soon. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Thank you, Rossi. Thank you, Kyle. And it's been a pleasure. Bye. We both get the crown. Yes. Yeah, two winners. <laughs> Super queens. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.